0: If you're ready for the perfect blend of spirituality and strategy when it comes to online marketing and building your business, you're in the right place. So make sure you subscribe for new episodes every single week. You ready? Let's go. Hi, my love, and welcome back to Sacred Work. This is Taylor Ray, and today I want to tell you a story all about how I got scammed by my virtual assistant. Oh, what a fun story time episode. This is one that it happened a while back, and it's definitely a story that I wanted to share on here because those that I've spoken to about it in my life um, clients, friends of mine um, they've had similar experiences, or they could really relate, or they just really valued me sharing the story and the experience and, you know, sharing how I dealt with that and the processes and the lessons that I learned from it. And I thought, you know what? I feel like this is a good episode for the the pod. I feel like you guys will get a lot out of this and you can learn from my experience. Um, I'm all about that. You know, nothing is ever happening to you, it's always happening for you. And even if the for you part is so that you can share the story with others and they can get something out of it, they can learn something. So it's always my motto. And so I figured, you know what? This is a beautiful learning lesson for all of us. So to give a bit of background context to what happened, I hired a VA um, into my business, so a virtual assistant. Um, this has gone going back several months now and she came into the business and I hired her out of a Facebook group for female entrepreneurs that I was in that's how I found her she came recommended by other people in the Facebook group there were beautiful testimonials and people who had really enjoyed working with her and I thought you know what she sounds great this is going to be beautiful and I was really excited uh, to get someone in and to have that support in place to have someone that you know could hold space for me as a support team um, and start to take away some of the tasks that I didn't really need to be doing anymore in my business and so I hired her out of that and you know we did you know the usual we got on a call had a chat made sure it was a good fit and then straight away I brought her into the business and uh, for the first month everything was sort of fine we had a couple of little blips here and there where she sort of would go a little bit mia but then would come back and be really good the next day or you know would sort of just like breeze past it and have a reason for you know if she went mia or like didn't respond to something from me um and so i was like oh this is okay it's fine we'll be all good and you know for myself like i was really at a point where i really needed help and i really needed support and i feel like maybe that potentially clouded my judgment a little bit where I was just like okay like that's fine we'll just keep going we'll just keep going like by this point you know I started to share SOPs with her and systems and processes and was teaching her things and you know I was like you know I'm, I'm teaching her she's learning um I don't really want to you know go through this again so it's all good we'll just keep moving little things here and there no worries and then towards the end of the month we had a bit of a muck up so I had um at the time I was doing 20 hours a month with her and so so that works out to roughly an hour a day if you're doing five days a week Monday to Friday so an hour every day And we'd communicated that when we first started working together. Um, I'd said to her, that's what I needed. I need an hour of support every single day in my business. And I told her as well that I had, you know, big ideas and visions and plans for um, scaling those hours out with her. And I said to her as well, you know, I would. and this is before we even got started. I really said to her, you know, I'm really looking for someone who wants to be long term in this business. I really want to bring someone along with me um, that really, you know, hold space for the vision, hold space for the work that I'm doing in the world, really wants to support that, is big on female entrepreneurship and really likes the idea of expanding in a role, learning um, and would love the idea of, you know, scaling up into higher levels of management. So maybe like an OBM role, an online business manager role later on down the track as we bring more people into the team. And she was so on board um, when we did our original interview. The only caveat to it was Um, I was, I guess, you know, I really should have (laughs) recognized these little signs when they came up, but she had a different side business that she was starting. She wanted to shift into real estate, um, develop, well, not development, but like just like real estate agency or like helping people to start real estate. I don't really know, but she wanted to do something in real estate. And that was like the other thing that she was doing on the side. And I knew that. And I said that to her at the beginning, you know, look, I just want to make sure that, you know, you're in this for the long haul. This is something that you want to keep doing. Um, You're not just sort of filling time for the next few weeks or so until you can just go, you know, full bore into your real estate business. And she said, no, no, I love VA work. I love doing it. It's not going anywhere. I just have this little side passion with, you know, being a real estate agent. And, you know, that's just something that I want to do on the side. But no, I definitely only take clients on when I want to stay there and be there long term. And so you don't have to worry about that at all so I was very reassured that that wouldn't be an issue Um, but obviously title of the episode is probably suggesting that things went other way otherwise Um, anyway so basically what happened so like I said so towards the end of the month she sort of started to go a little bit MIA and like I said we'd communicated I needed an hour a day of support and then you know towards the end of the month I think it was like the third week of the month um, she didn't really show up I think she did like two and a little bit hours um, and I was like hey what's going on like I just didn't hear from for the end of the week and then you know we'd have a weekly check-in on the Monday we jump on a call and I'd be like hey what went on and she said you know I've just got some personal stuff going on in my life but you don't have to worry like it's all good all sorted no worries and so we saw the month out and we went into another month together um, she did say to me do you want to do you know three months up front and I can do you a discount for doing three months up front but something in me said no, don't do it. And I'm really glad that I listened to that little nudge because obviously things went a little bit haywire. <laughs> um, and I'm really like thinking about it now. It's like, oh, that little nudge, like it was right there. Like maybe that was a sign that, you know, you can, you can say what you say, you know, when you like, in hindsight is a beautiful thing. <laughs> so anyway, that was all good. I said to her, no, thanks. I'll just want to do monthly. Um, but, you know, maybe if things keep going well, then yeah, sure, we can lock in three months and I'm happy to do that later on. So I just did another month and I paid her up front at the beginning of the month for the 20 hours uh, because that was the way that she was doing things. And I was like, yep, no worries, that's fine. So I paid her up front for the 20 hours. Um, and in the first week of the month, this, this new month that we started together and we'd already discussed it, we'd already gone through it and said, you know, we can't have this, like I really need to make sure I can rely on you. Is that all gonna be good? Yeah, that's no worry." So we went into the new month and I was like, okay, fresh start, everything's gonna be good. And in that first week, <laughs> Again, same thing happened where I think we we got just over two hours, like a like a little bit. And I said, what is going on? And things were getting missed. So now the ball was being dropped on things. So I had, you know, podcast interviews that were taking place that she wasn't sending out information to guests prior to the show. So then I wasn't prepared or after the show, she wasn't sending out the information to the guests with, you know, the graphics and the promotional materials and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, thanks for coming on the show. Here's all the good stuff. None of that. So then on my end, that's starting to look really unprofessional because Obviously, my team is a reflection of me, and now we weren't really doing what we needed to be doing. So I said, Oh goodness, what is what is happening here? And look, I am I think that I'm a really fair boss and I re- I'm big on communication. We have Slack where we do all of our team communications. My biggest thing is I want team members who communicate. And so we all know what's going on. We're working in all different corners of the world, different time zones. We need to make sure that um, we're communicating. Like that's the most important thing. And I'm also, I believe, very supportive. Like if something comes up, that's no worries. I just need you to let me know. And it's very important to me that my team members feel very supported in their roles as much as I desire and expect to be supported in mine. And I think it's fair to go both ways. So it's not like I was coming on like a ton of bricks down and I just was like, you know, I really need to know what's going on here. And yeah, like I said, things were being missed. You know, I started to notice that in my email inbox, um, like emails were being marked as read from people, but they weren't being replied to and they were slipping under the radar. And, you know, it's little things like that, little signs. I was like, oh, this is not working. Like, I don't know what's going on here, but this isn't good. So again, you know, we got on the call um, on the Monday of the second week. So by this point we'd done, I don't know. A few hours maybe. (laughs) Um, And we're in that second week. And I said, Look, this can't keep happening. I think this was like on the Wednesday. And I said, You know, this can't keep happening. I really need to know what's going on. And I asked her again, You know, are you in this? Because it feels to me like you are backing away. I said, You know, what's hard for me, I said, is that you are when you're good, you're good. Like I said to her, it's like a big on a roller coaster with you, like in the ups, it's so good. and I feel so supported and you're doing a terrific job. I said, but then there's the big downs and the big dips and you just literally disappear. And I don't know what's going on and I feel really unsafe and unsupported. And I said, and that doesn't make me feel good um, in running my business. You know, that's not what I want out of people who are part of my team. And I communicated this and she said she was very upset, like she cried and she felt so bad. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I've just got a lot of personal stuff going on at the moment. I promise you this isn't going to happen. I'm going to make up the hours that I haven't done. You don't have to worry. I'm going to do extra time every single day this week to make up for last week. It's going to be all good. And I was like, okay, you know what? That's fine. Totally understand. I can do a fresh start. It's all good. We're going to leave it in the past. We're going to shake it off energetically. Let's realign and let's go forward. Fresh start. and then (laughs) yeah so basically after that she just disappeared like literally went MIA um she did I think a couple of hours after that so out of the month I think I got six or seven hours and as I said I paid and it's not about the money at all it's about the integrity of the whole thing and you know to me it's just the the morality of it I suppose it's like oh my god like do the right thing um you know it's it's running a business there's risks there's rewards all those sort of things there's expenses there's things that go wrong there's things you write off it's no worries Um, so I'm not stressed about the money like I said it's the principle of the whole thing Um, and I wanted to share this with you guys so that you know that you know if this happens to you you're not alone and also you can learn some of my lessons so that you have a little bit of preparation when it comes to hiring um, and how to handle that so anyway like I said after that she just literally disappeared I think yeah I ended up getting like six or seven hours out of the month And then absolutely gone and literally just left me high and dry. And that's probably the most frustrating thing over the money um, was suddenly just being left in the lurch, you know, you're running a multiple six figure business. I've got a lot of clients. I've got a lot of courses. I have got a lot of students. I have got a lot of things happening. Um, A lot of people reaching out, guests coming onto the podcast, a lot of processes that need to be fulfilled Um, and to suddenly go, oh my goodness, like and I've just trained someone into doing all of this and taking that all off my plate to then have it put all back on my plate again Um, as well in the middle of everything that was going on, you know, course development was happening on my end, rebrands were happening, I was hiring other team members. So like you really do rely on the fact that that role is gonna be working and you're not gonna have to worry about all of those administrative tasks. Um, so then to suddenly have that put back on me, was like, oh my goodness, like thrown right back into the deep end, very, very messy. So yes, it was definitely frustrating. It was a very frustrating time. Um, and like I said, she just disappeared. She stopped communicating with me on Slack. I messaged her on Instagram. Um, she'd created a second Instagram account for her real estate business (laughs) so I messaged her there and said hey and could see her showing up like I could see her on stories like oh I'm so excited to teach my real estate presentation tonight it's gonna be so good and I was like hey like like, I know you're alive. Like you didn't die. <laughs> can see you're here. Could you please just reply to me? And literally nothing. And I said to her, like, look, it's, I said, I sent her an email as well. Of course I did that before the DMs is much more professional, but, um, I sent the email out to her and I said, look, I totally understand. Um, if you've gone in a different direction, that's no worries. I would love if you could please just let me know. Um, and I would appreciate a pro refund for the hours that you didn't do. Um, again, like I said, not about the money, but you are running a business, um, and there are obviously expenses and things like that. And, you know, hundreds of dollars that I could get back to put towards reinvesting in a new VA, of course is beneficial. So um, there's no way that I'm just going to leave that on the table and not ask for it. So of course I asked for it. Um, I did send several follow-up emails and requested, but you know what? At the end of the day, she literally just disappeared and never replied to me again. And so, like I said, title of the episode, I was scammed by my my VA. Um, I definitely was. She took me for a ride. Um, Every single time I pulled her up on it was, Very apologetic and was like, I'm so sorry, it's gonna be fine, don't worry. Um, And I definitely believe that because I like to, you know, think the best of people. Um, And yeah, and obviously at the end of the day, she took several hundred dollars and ran for the hills so you know obviously a loss there but definitely some beautiful lessons and i can laugh about it now and shake it off and since then i have hired a phenomenal va who um, has come into the business and just made life so much easier for me which i'm so grateful for she's actually so much better than the girl that I had that did all of this. So I'm actually thrilled by that. You know, if, if I hadn't gone through all of this, you know, I wouldn't have ended up with someone who is actually such an aligned fit in the business and is just making me feel so, so supported and just doing a terrific job. So I'm definitely grateful for that. Um, But like I said, I definitely have some beautiful lessons and takeaways for you that I learned from this myself um, and that I wanted to share with you. So that again, like I said, if you are hiring or if you've got staff right now, if you're looking to get a VA or any position in your business, you. Can can uh, take these little tips and apply it to your process so my first tip would be to make sure that you have contracts in place now this is something that funnily enough I had actually engaged a lawyer to write up independent contractor agreements for me around the same time that I hired this VA and those had all been done they're absolutely phenomenal um absolutely love like the agreement and everything like that and it's so funny because it all sort of I got the independent contractor agreement literally right as we crossed over into that second month and I was like okay this is like on my to-do list this week to send her this like going forward to make sure that she signed it um and we did have like a sort of mini contract thing that she'd done up you know when we did that first month and that we'd both signed which legally did protect both of us but it was you know wasn't the, the world's fanciest agreement. Um, but what I've got now is very good and definitely protects both parties. But like I said, I was like, okay, time to like get her to sign this and everything like that. Um and that's when she just disappeared off the face of the earth. Maybe she knew it was coming. <laughs> I don't know. Um but yeah, so what I would say there is definitely have contracts in place that protect both of you. I really recommend engaging um in a lawyer, in, you know, someone in the legal profession who can really help you with that. And make sure that it is like I said, you you take the time to do that. Do Your due diligence Um, and it's good for both of you like it protects both you and your independent contractor um, or your team member however you want to call it and now like going forward I got all of my team to sign it anyone new that's come on and we've expanded out um, several other roles which has been beautiful Um, and that's now part of my like onboarding process is really making sure that those contracts are signed before we start any work together and that just protects everybody legally so that would be my first piece of advice my second piece of advice would be to make sure that you have a trial process in place so that's definitely something that I did going forward um, you know basically with all roles now is I really want to have some sort of trial process in place maybe that's a week maybe it's 14 days depending on you know how long it takes somebody to uh, get used to the way that you run your business it might be a 30-day trial uh, whatever works for you but I definitely recommend having some sort of trial process where you have a review system in place so you know explain that to someone when they are being interviewed for the role and when you are offering them the position, say, hey, we're gonna do a 30 day trial or a 14 day or seven day trial, whatever it is. Um, And at the completion of that trial, we're gonna sit down and um, have a chat and like review the work and how it's gone and make sure that we both feel good with progressing forward. I think that that is a really beautiful piece of advice. And it just means that, again, both parties are protected. You know, yourself, uh, you're protected because you're not committing to something long term um, and then it's not a good fit. And then for them, too, maybe they get in and actually realize they don't like, you know, the way you do business or they don't like the work that's involved or whatever it is. Nobody feels uncomfortable saying so if it's expected that there's going to be a review process. So definitely would uh, suggest having a trial process in place. The third thing that I would say, and this is a big one, a big lesson for me, was to really look at the payment terms with your team members. So it's going to be different for you if you've got someone, you know, full time or part time. But if you are engaging, um, you know, you're outsourcing work to a freelancer or an independent contractor, um, that you are really deciding on the way that the payment works best for you um so for me you know my big thing learning from this is that for someone that is coming in and fulfilling a role in my company um you know, providing some sort of service to my business, um, I won't be paying upfront for that service. What I would prefer to do is to, if they are someone that prefers, you know, to not be working hours, an hourly based thing. Um, if it's maybe like a project based thing or something like that, um, to look at the the payment terms and to potentially either do a 50, 50 split. So 50% upfront and then 50% on completion. Again, that's protect. This is all about protecting both parties. I don't feel like I have to, keep drilling that in. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you can do 50% upfront and then 50% on completion. It's a really nice, fair way to do it. Um, But if it allows it, you know, if you can do weekly or hourly payments, then that's beautiful as well. You know, rather than committing to the upfront amount, you know, is there an option for you to be able to do it weekly, like I said, or fortnightly, um, or even down to hourly and platforms like Upwork. um, I'm not sure about other ones, but Upwork allows you to, uh, it's hourly. So your contractors are, you know, they're logging the hours that they're doing and you're just paying for the hours that they that you're engaging them for. So that's definitely something to consider is, you know, what are the payment terms? Does that align with you, with your business model, with the way that you want to run your company? Um, and then, you know, speaking about that with them. Um, it was interesting. I was speaking to someone in my life about this afterwards and, you know, she's not in online business at all, like works a nine to five job and she couldn't believe that, you know, I paid upfront for all of these hours. She said to me like, I don't get paid up front for hours I haven't done. Like I get a a paycheck at the end, like a weekly paycheck. Like I would never expect that, that I would, you know, get that payment up front. I'm providing a service and that person was providing a service in your company. Like, why should it be any different? So it was very interesting to have that conversation. And yeah, definitely something that I learned, obviously, because I paid for 20 hours that didn't get fulfilled. Um... So yeah, that was definitely a lesson for me was to just look at the payment terms and to make sure that we come to an agreement in terms of what's a good fit for both of us. Um, another little tip for you, so tip number four is to trust when something feels off. So like I said, there were little niggles, there were little signs, there were little things that came up for me, and I've this is not just in this role. Like I've had other roles where I have um, you know not trusted that little that little that little nudge, and so I think this is more like from experience over time. Whereas in this case, I did really notice it very quickly and was like, okay, OK, I think that something is not right here, um, but obviously not quick enough because she did obviously <laughs> skedaddle and just disappear off the face of the earth. So what I would say there is if something does feel off, don't be embarrassed or feel bad to communicate that with them. You know, you are the boss at the end of the day. It is your business. It is your company. You have to protect that. Um, so trust if something doesn't feel right there and don't be afraid to communicate it. And the final step, the final tip (laughs) point that I have for you um is to implement a process that you abide so this is something that I did with this girl and um obviously I didn't get to the final step in it I'll explain it in a sec but again I've learned this from experience because I didn't used to have something like this in place so I actually have a three strike policy uh with people on my team so like I said, I didn't used to have this in place and I would let things go for so long because I would feel really, really bad about like, oh, I'll just give them another chance. I'll just give them another chance. It's OK. It's going to be fine. Like, I'll just think the best of them. It's all good. And things would drag out like months longer than they needed to um, because I felt guilty. So I want you to take from that. Like, don't feel guilty again, your business, your company, you need to protect it. And I really recommend putting a three strike policy in place where you literally do that so it's like if they if they stuff up the first time no worries that's to be expected you are learning you're coming into the company it's all new no worries if they stuff up with the same thing or something similar again um definitely sit down as soon as it happens and have a conversation about it and just say like hey what's going on like we've already addressed this the first time um is there something here that you need more support with like i'm not really sure why this is an issue could you please let me know um let me know how i can support you more so that this doesn't happen again and feel free to communicate it with them again and say it then like you know if this happens again i'm gonna have to let you go because i can't have mistakes like this continuously happen in my business and anyone that's professional will respect that um and then the third strike is that strike you're out so if you make the same mistake again or you're doing the same things or not caring you know um about the mistakes that you're making that third time is like you know it's it's unfair to you and your business and your customers and your clients like they deserve better if nothing else um so hold true to your policy and strikes you out so if you do the same thing again or you're not caring or you know making the same errors then sorry it's obviously not a good fit and then obviously communicating that and letting them go so like I said that's something that I had that in place for the third time that it was about to happen and then she disappeared so she beat me to the punch but you know that's something that I live by with people that I bring into my business as well so I recommend you putting something like that in place too so Anyway, I hope that those tips have helped you. I hope that this story time was somewhat entertaining for you, but also gave you some lessons that you can apply when it comes to your hiring process um, and to the how you're dealing with team members that you have supporting you in your business. So thank you so much, my love, for joining me on this episode. I appreciate you so much, and I will see you in the next one. Thanks so much for spending your time with me and for listening today. If you love the episode, please be sure to leave me a review on iTunes to let me know and screenshot the episode now to share on your stories and tag me at TayRayOfficial. If you're looking for more support in scaling out your impact and your income with your business online, be sure to head to my website TaylorRay.com.au to get access to all my courses, coaching programs, and free resources.